0: The Art of Relationships radio show is protected and copyrighted. No use in full or partial shows to be used without written consent from Greg Dazinski or the Art of Relationships.
1: Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dozinski, also known as Master G, the Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and helping with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit for tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, (laughs) but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.
0: Welcome to uh, Wednesday evening, Hump Night, or Hump Day, everybody. This is uh, Greg Duzinski, uh a.k.a. Master G, and this is, of course, the Art of Relationships radio show. Talking about sexual and emotional maturity, how in the hell do you tie the two together? My thoughts, my beliefs are, you have to. I think the, each one goes hand in hand with the other. I don't think you can have sexual maturity Without emotional maturity, those go hand in hand, right? Can you, of course, have emotional maturity without sexual maturity? Yeah, that's true. But the combined two is the ultimate intense erotic connection on all levels. Or on other shows, I've talked about my theory or my view of what I want couples to get is that total connection. The total connection. The mind, the heart. Heart, or I'm sorry, mind, body, heart, and soul I had a brain fart. Sorry, um, but the mind, body, heart, and soul there we go. To get that connection, you have to be both emotionally mature to be able to find and evolve into sexual maturity as well. There's one thing, uh, a gentleman, uh, actually, Dr. Snarch, uh, that found. Um, Sexual Crucible has been probably one of his most uh, famous books, Passionate Marriage. And he talks about, uh, you know, sexual maturity and emotional maturity, that there's a big difference between what he terms, and I totally agree with this, and have for God for a long time, that there's a difference between genital maturity, or what they call, you know, Your genital prime versus your sexual prime. And everybody talks about your sexual prime as being horny. You know, when you have the juices flowing the most, you know, in your late teens, mid-twenties, somewhere in that range. But he references that, you know, that's basically your genital prime, not your sexual prime. Um, And genital prime, mostly when your hormones are pumping, you're horny, right? But... That also be considered your genital prime, not your sexual prime. Your sexual prime ties in with your emotional maturity, which I want to get in tonight. And your sexual maturity is about you know those that are, let's face it, afraid to have sex with the lights on, right? That would be maybe both sexual and emotional maturity at its, I mean, at its best, right? Or the lack of sexual and emotional maturity, I should say. You know, when you're afraid to have sex with the lights on because you're worried about body image or, oh, my God, what I might think. Your anxieties create a lot of your immature behaviors, your actions. You're afraid to do stuff. You're afraid to, excuse me, evolve as a person. Um Because of the growth. I I talk about um, my term about growing pains. And we all grew up with growing pains. You know. Oh our leg hurts. as kids whatever. And our parents. Oh they're just growing pains. Which might be some truth to it. But the emotional growing pains. And you've heard me talk about them on numerous shows. But the growing pains of being experimental sexually. To fight through the anxieties. Of growing and involving. Not only sexually. But as a person okay, as a person, and those are the key ingredients to, you want to mature both, you want to grow sexually and emotionally, and one of Snarch's comments was that, you know, sort of sexual prime sort of correlates to cellulite, sounds sort of gross, (laughs) I know, sounds sort of gross, everybody's grossed out and all this stuff, but what he's referencing, that your sexual prime, you might not reach your sexual prime until you're in your 50s, 60s even, because you have the sense of self, you're okay with yourself, you're okay with your partner, and you accept each other. And my job is, the one thing I, I sort of want to reflect on Snarch's work, I, I, I don't want you to take till you're 50 or 60 to reach your sexual prime. Per se. Right. I want you to be okay. And there's nothing wrong with being. Sexually prime. Um, tied in with your emotional maturity. In your. You know. 30s. Is that rare? I'm going to say it is rare. Is it impossible? No. But I want to. Be able to help you mature. Emotionally. And become more emotionally intelligent. And that's going to help you evolve. Sexually. With your partner. not in, With yourself. With your partner. And you're going to accept each other. For who you are. And. You accept the fact that they don't want to stop growing. They don't want to stop evolving, if you will, on a mature level and on a sexual level. That does not mean you know mature being stuffy and uptight and what's another word I'm looking for? you know prim and proper and prissy. there we go. <laughs> that, that's not maturity. I, I think that's almost immature. Some aspects that you can joke, you can laugh. Yes, there is a time and a place for everything. We all know that. And that's tied in with maturity. But that your own anxieties do not belittle your partner. You're not into criticizing your partner because your own anxieties that you take out on your partner. You don't feel good about yourself, so you're ripping to your partner. You make them feel like crap. And you make them feel like crap because your own insecurities. Now, with all this going on, how do you think your sex life is going to be? You're going to be distant. It might be shallow, right? You might go through the motions sexually. And going through the motions sexually, that's not a mature tactic, if you will. That's not being mature sexually or emotionally when you're just going through the motions. And I want to help you sort of evolve and grow and get there. Yeah. Again, that's only if you want. Do you have the guts to do this? Do you have the guts, the fortitude? the bravery? Let's face it, do you have the gonads to get sexual and emotional maturity and evolve in both these aspects and combine the two? It's not just genital maturity, right? Not when you're able to get pregnant. Th- that's all about genital, but how can you ev- involve, incorporate, inter- intertwine. There we go. How do you like to embrace and intertwine the two of the genital and the emotional into erotic passion and love and sex and acceptance of each other okay this is the art of relationships radio show this is uh, greg Dazinski aka master g make sure you check out my facebook page the art of relationships page as well on facebook you can also check out my website which is the art of relationships.guru. You can also zip me an email. My email is on there. Contact sheet is on my email address. Um, I'd love to hear from you tonight, 586 840 8608. And you can also join me on live chat. There's, you know, when you call, I, I'd love to hear your stories about how you've matured. You know, maybe emotionally and sexually that you're able to get a hold of yourself, and not in a sexual manner. (laughs) I'm not talking about masturbation, okay? Uh, I did that on another show. But to get a hold of yourself emotionally, that you can self-soothe. I talk about one of the best things you can do with kids is to teach them to self-soothe. If you do not allow them to self-soothe, they are not going to be emotionally mature. They're not going to be emotionally evolved to be able to take care of themselves emotionally emotionally. And you're going to be reaching dependency issues. They want everybody to take care of their own problems. Um, You know, they want everybody to feel sorry for them. Forget that. You know, I want you, that's the best thing you can teach your kids to self-soothe. But, I want you to be able to self-soothe yourself. That is huge. And that's part of emotional maturity. And it's also, you're able to self-soothe yourself sexually in a way. And I'm going to get on that when I return after this break. Again, this is the Art of Relationships uh, radio show with Greg Dozenski. I will be back in a few. Thank you so much for joining me. Check out PPRNlive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening from 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts, hilarious guests, plus upcoming new stars of the band future? Check out PPRNlive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has uh, hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Welcome back, everybody. This is uh, Master G, uh, Greg Dazinski. This is the Art of Relationships radio show talking about sexual and emotional maturity and how the two can function and how they should function together, okay? Um, You can call in, please. Give me me your stories out there. 586-840-8608. You can join me on live chat with your questions as well or comments. I'd love to hear from you. Talking about you know, the highest level, excuse me, of, you know, emotional maturity, and we all know, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of self, you know, self-actualization and everything else, and how can you become the person that you want to be, and how can you expand yourself sexually if you're anxious, if you're so worried about body image, if you're worried about, you know, what people might think, if you feel like, oh my god, if I do this, uh, I'm a slut, I'm a dog, I'm... I'm no good, I'm trash, you know, because of our upbringing, our, let's face our upbringing, religious practices, whatever, can hit on and sort of create these anxieties in us that sort of cause us not to grow, cause us not to evolve, even if our curiosity, everyone's heard about the curiosity killed the cat. Yes, but most of these about emotional growth and emotional development and uh, sexual development chances are you're not going to die the curiosity if you screw up I think most people are afraid to go after what they're curious about because the fear let's face it of humiliation embarrassment maybe they're gonna fail and everybody knows my my fear excuse me on failing is that you don't try you don't go after what you want okay and that is a pit in your stomach that leaves that essence of regret. Oh, I wish I would have done this. I wish I wouldn't have been so scared uh, to develop or to be maybe more carefree sexually with my partner. I'm not talking about, you know, going out in you know, promiscuity or whatever. If that's your thing, that's you know, no big deal. But that's not what I'm referring to as far as your sexual openness and your, your sexual freedom with your partner. The two are different, okay? So, what you getting on maturity and what's it take to be mm, mature with a relationship and being emotionally mature with your partner. And that's, you know, be able to maintain a friendship, right? The ability to maintain friendship with your partner, right? With your loved one. And can you mend problems? Can you Are you able to resolve problems in a mature fashion? fashion? And how many people go after the tit for tat? And I've talked about this, right? The blame game, the tit for tat, and I talk about I get rid of this stuff immediately during the first session. And how many people they don't resolve problems, right? And their anxiety kicks up, and then the you know abili- the ability. Not only that, how many people, you know what, that they can actually truly be okay. Welcome back, everybody. I apologize. This is uh, Master G. Uh, the power issues are still uh taking place so i'm gonna remedy that situation real quick um welcome back this is the art of relationships radio show um talking about sexual maturity and what's it take uh to trigger these elements and what's it mean i talked about right before the power outage again is you know the ability to maintain friendships you know with your loved one with your partner you know and can you how do you men problems, you know, can you look at them, and this, the power struggles, right, power struggles are not a sign of sexual maturity, or emotional maturity, they, they are a sign of immaturity, and it's always, one wants to be better than the other, or to be more right, more wrong, all this aspect, it's not about being right or wrong, it's about sharing ideas, right, as friends, and can you do that, not only that, and, Right before the power arts, I talk about, you know, the tit for tat and the battles for supremacy and the be um the be right, the maturity aspects go hand in hand also with when you agree to disagree. Can you disagree and still know you're loved, you're desired, you're self-assured? And it's just a difference of opinion. That is Emotional maturity to be able to do that within yourself and within the relationship, okay? Those are huge, okay? And the biggest issue is, and I mentioned this at the beginning, the ability to calm yourself, right? And even if your partner is anxious and nervous and maybe pissed off and how many people heard of the phrase I'm gonna get at you know when your partner is that way anxious pissed off whatever that you feel like you're gonna get sucked right into those emotions or you know drama creates drama right save the drama for your mama type of thing that how many people suck off of each other's emotions right and if you don't feel what they feel they get pissed off they tell you you're not caring the the, you know, they'll manipulate and they want to suck you down to where they feel and make you feel like they do and anxious. That is, that is emotional immaturity at its finest. And a lot of times we do that um, and they'll say, you don't care, you don't love me. And partners get in a situation that's not the case. They're able to hold on to themselves and I think... The insecurity the one partner, they're sort of pissed off and almost, in a way, jealous that they can't hold on to themselves like their partner, and they try to suck their partner down. Now, the partner that is able to hold on to themselves emotionally during, say, traumatic or during stressful times, they, their job, you don't bash them. You don't, whatever, oh, you're acting like a baby, you're acting, I can't believe it, you're acting like a crazy person, you need to be locked up. That's not mature either. You deal with the hold on to yourself and try to help help them self-soothe, right? To soothe themselves. That's all part of growing and part of uh, developing as a couple. And it makes it safe to be there for each other. Now, how important is feeling emotionally safe during sex? Oh, my God, right? What happens if the guy comes too quick, right? And his partner, she belittles them, ridicule them. Oh my God, how childish, how immature that you're going to do all this stuff. And all. That's not emotional maturity. That is just picking your partner apart, right? So now are you starting to see how this affects your own sexuality? And if you belittle your partner, whatever, why would they belittle, criticize outside the bedroom? Why would they not think or have the anxiety or nervousness to think you're going to rip them apart sexually as well. I mean, not in a good way. Let's face Not in a physically good way. But in, that you're going to criticize every move. Ah. Every move, every kiss, every lick, touch they make, they do, right? Or they might want to try something and the other partner might, oh, that's crazy. That's stupid. I'm not like that. I'm whatever. That's a sign of insecurity. We all have boundaries. I get that. We're well, not going to do whatever, everything. But it's about the ability, you know what, that's cool, I'm not really into that, but that's cool, you want to try that. That's a sign of maturity. So the two go hand in hand, and to develop the emotional maturity at the same time, ah, sexually. They go hand in hand, again. You want to be able to reach for sexual, you know, the sexual depthness between you. And that requires you guys to acknowledge you know, acknowledge yourselves and acknowledge your partner that you both are are growing and that you're not defective. You know, how many people always get in the battles, emotional immaturity battles that your partner is defective, or that you feel defective within yourself, or feel defective, you know, to your partner? So how can you open up sexually? If you want to try a new position, if you want to do something else, when you're always, a, you're feeling like yourself is defective. And this is huge on body issue, body image issues, right? The lights on, lights off. Oh, I I don't want to, I don't want to try doggy style because my ass looks too big. <laughs> you know, th- this is all, i laughing, but th- this stuff happens. I, oh, I, I don't want to, the woman, I don't want to, Uh, I don't want to ride you, I don't want to be on top because my stomach hangs out, you know, oh, my tits are saggy. This is all aspects of, you know, the anxiety I talked about, the anxiety, the nervousness, and I'm going to put it in terms like this, people might not like to hear it, but it's about things, the sexual and emotional immaturity, that you need to be okay with the situation and enjoy the essence and the sharing of each other's bodies and each other's hearts. And souls, right? The total connection I mentioned about. And it takes the maturity to get there. Okay? Am I making sense? I hope so. I hope you get that. And I'm going to try to help you. How can you hold on to yourself? And also be okay with yourself. And when that happens, it creates so much, alleviates, decreases so much stress in a relationship that you're not playing off of each other's emotions. That you can be more free, or sexually. Ah, and it also, it ties in with desire. Right? It ties in with desire, horniness, emotional connection. It ties in all this stuff. Okay? So, again, this is uh, the Art of Relationships radio show. And you can give me a call. Make sure you give me a call. At uh, uh, 586-840-8608, again, I would love to hear your feedback, absolutely, love to hear your feedback, your questions, anything you have, you can also join me on live chat, and we'll go from, go from there, I appreciate it, hopefully everybody's having a beautiful Wednesday hump night day. And I will be back shortly, okay? I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Check out PPRNlive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening from 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts, hilarious guests, plus upcoming new stars of the band future? Check out PPRNlive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has uh, hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Welcome back, everybody. This is the ARTA Relationships Radio Show, uh, talking about uh, sexual and emotional maturity and tying the two together, right? How many people emotional maturity, you know, when maybe people are sexually active and one person actually, you know, one night during the day, or during the day, whatever their schedules are, all of a sudden, uh, no, I'm not in the mood for sex, right? And this is not an everyday occurrence. This is not you know, not having sex, one person wants sex, and they're not doing it for, um, God, forever, right, for six months, a year, whatever, that's, I'm not talking about that, well, that's another episode, but talking about, you know, if you used to having sex, you know, quite frequently, and you know, all of a sudden your partner, no, I'm not in the mood, I'm tired, sore, not feeling well, long day, whatever, and all of a sudden your partner gets, you say no, and you get pissed off, right, How many people get that, and you take that personally, that, oh, my God, they don't love me, they don't desire me, whatever, or I'm, oh, fine, and you act all immature, you act childish, and sort of pick at them, and, oh, my God, I can't believe this, whatever, and all of a sudden, they start, they'll give you sex, guilty sex, which I think is, that's a sign of your own immaturity as well on both ends. You're doing something you don't want to do, right? And you have a right to say no during sex. Okay, That does not mean you don't love that person. And part of sexual maturity and emotional maturity is the ability to say no. That you're not in the mood. And that's okay. That you both are okay with that. Maybe you just want to you know, hold each other, cuddle. Or maybe you just need alone time. It doesn't mean you don't love or don't desire each other. Um, it means that you're. It's just you're not going to have sex, and that's no big deal, right? That you're not desired. That does not mean that. And part of emotional maturity is accepting that that it's okay to say no, and for your partner to say no, and also for you. Yeah, guys, women aren't used to guys saying no, and all of a sudden it turns into they're either having an affair or they're not turned on by me they don't desire me they think i'm fat ugly whatever and that's not always the case it could be stress it could be you know just a bad day so being mature enough do you understand that now how many teenagers if they did that would get pissed and all of a sudden one of them gives in and has sex because they don't want to hurt the other one's feelings or they feel guilty if they say no ah now do you understand about the sexual maturity is correlated to cellulite. Again, it might be gross, but it's about age and about maturity and about self-worth and self-understanding. That you're you're okay to say no, and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay? That your partner isn't going to get pissed off, isn't going to feel hurt. And they know they're desired. They know they're loved. And your partner is mature enough not to bash you for saying no. It's that... Acceptance of one another as a partner, okay? Because if that starts happening, um, it's going to kill your sex drive huge. And it's not because of the physical hormones, it's because of the emotional aspects. The emotional connection is going to get cut because you're not being accepted for your moods, you're not being accepted for who you are. Again, you know, if this issue goes on for months and months and months and months, years, whatever, yeah, then there's a huge issue. And you have a choice not to be in that relationship if that's going on. And if your partner doesn't want to be, you know, maybe mature enough or fight through the growing pains to work and help through those issues, okay? So by desiring each other, you know, desiring each other is an invitation. Again, it's not getting into a manipulative tactic to say, oh, why won't you have sex with me? Uh, oh, I can't believe it. You don't desire me. Wham, wa <laughs> Um, That is a sign of immaturity. And if you want sex out of manipulation, not a guilt tripping your partner, I, I'm going to be honest with you and I'm going to be blunt. That's pathetic. You know what? If you have to guilt or, you know, guilt, beg, plead, manipulate, throw guilt tactics on your partner, that is a huge sign of immaturity on, I'm going to, I'm going to say it on every level. And some people might get pissed off at that, but I want you to look at that, okay? Um, That is huge. So that is going to, like I said, all that aspect is holding on to yourself and being okay with that, okay? So, you know, and what what starts happening um, to gain maturity? What is it going to take for you to be okay with yourself and to be able to express yourself sexually, right? and sex is not just a physical act. Ah. Right? Let's face it. We all, well, most of us, I can't say all, but most people love sex. They enjoy sex. They they enjoy the physical release, right? How many people are, you know, it's a it's not just that. It's just not our physical being, it's our every essence. And I mentioned this on a few other shows it's our essence of, of who we are as a person what we it reflects who how we think of ourselves and also how we think of our partner okay and I mentioned about you know a few weeks back about respect and once you lose respect for your partner, it's very very difficult to be turned on by your partner and it's not the physical thing it is the emotional thing and if you don't respect yourself ooh you don't respect yourself. it's very difficult that you're gonna be turned on by yourself, you know by your partner because you don't feel like you deserve it. you don't respect yourself, right? So it is not um you know it's not just the physical pleasure, okay and it has sex has a meaning to each and every one of us. It might mean you know difference but if you're able to talk about it again talking about every issues and i promote and preach about no taboo topics in a relationship that's part of maturity and that's part of evolving as a couple that you're not afraid to talk about anything about sex you know what sex is boring sex oh you don't want to go up to your partner and say oh you suck in bed you're terrible sexually or whatever <laughs> That might be, again, that's belittling, criticizing, and that's a sign of immaturity and it's a power trip, right? That's not being way, hon, you know, I would like to try this, I would like you to be more free, what can I do to help? That's being mature and being a re- responsive and being empathetic with your partner. And that's a sign of maturity and it's also going to help your partner maybe free up sexually as well and be more comfortable with that aspect, okay? So, you know, you look at it, what does sex mean to you? And can you talk about it? Does it mean emotional connection? Does it mean that you're able to, to freaking gleam and shine? That you have this glow. You talk about, you know, so many couples, even during sex or after sex, you you know, they talk about the morning after glow, right? Everybody knows uh, the, the walk of shame, right? They, they did it because they have this glow about them. And it's so cool, and you only see that glow with people that are connected, that you can tell that the love is there. It's not just a physical act, it is the very essence of what sex represents to them, how they share each other emotionally and physically. If it's just a physical act, you don't see that glow. So think about that. It's funny, you don't see that glow on people where it's just a physical act. It might be just a booty call. They might have a smile, be happy. But the actual illumination, the glow from the couple, it's it's from the emotional connection mixed with the physical connection. And, you know, being mature and being okay with that. That they're not shy. And how many people, you know, with the emotional immaturity, They hide behind their anxieties, their nervousness, instead of addressing them and dealing with them. And when you're afraid to do this, it hits your sexual relationship huge. It will hit it. It will, in the tension, in the tension, in the, the nervousness, you can feel it in each other. And when one person feels nervous, what is the other person doing to help soothe your partner during sex when you're naked with the lights on? Right? How can you help your partner relax? Now, let's face it. If you both are nervous, both anxious, right? And you both are worried about body images and the immaturity aspects about, you know, this and that and all this stuff. And you're worried about being bashed. Or you're going to bash your partner if something doesn't go wrong or it doesn't go right. You're going to automatically be- attack your partner. You need to release all that and be okay with it. And if there's issues sexually that you can address it, that you can be okay, that you can be a teamwork. That is a sign of maturity. Okay? that That is a huge sign of maturity at the very essence, especially when problems arise sexually. Okay? And the huge issue um, about being, growing, evolving, maturing sexually is, you know, you look at this, the ability to evolve and grow, and you want your, pers- your person, sorry, your partner to be able to, you know, mature and grow too. It, it's to increase, you know, huge thing, integrity, self-respect, and intimacy. And once you feel good about yourself, your partner feels good about him or herself, oh my God, that. Clears. you feel such a lightness between you two, you can joke around more, There's you're humorous, you don't take things so personally anymore, and that just electrifies, let's face it, all that lightness creates sexual energy. Ooh, baby, right? It creates horniness, it creates, and it's created from the emotional connection, the lightness that's there, the floating, that you can just glide on air, if you will. If you want to put that aspect on there and it's all uh, that's all experience as wholeness and it renews the energy and the sexual and the passion and the desire between you too. and what's it going to take for you to grow and to fight through your mm, your anxieties your nervousness your immature behaviors your immature actions and how you feel about yourself You know, bashing yourself, criticizing yourself, and you also turn that back on your partner. And like I said before, you feed off of each other's emotions, immature emotions, right? Why can't you help each other feed and evolve off of growth, off of mature emotions as well, and being okay with that? And I'm going to take another quick breather. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Make sure you check my... uh, Website out, the art of relationships.guru, and also my Facebook page at the art of relationships. Uh, usually try to have a blog going on there with different topics and everything. I will be back uh, shortly. Again, thank you everybody for paying attention and listening. I will be back shortly. Thank you much. Check out PPRNLive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening from 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts? Hilarious guests plus upcoming new stars of the band Future. Check out PPRNlive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has uh, hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Mm -hmm. everybody, this is uh, Greg, Master G, uh, back on our uh, Relationships Radio Show. Going into the final stretch of uh, this evening's show about sexual and emotional maturity and tying the two together. Again, give me a call, 586-840-8608. You can hear me again on Spreaker. You can also hear me on TuneIn. Uh, both of them have awesome phone apps. Uh, you can also listen online, uh, at their websites, tune It's a huge, uh, app, uh, cell phone music app, uh, right underneath, uh, popularity of iHeartRadio, which I'm still waiting to hear, uh, on that aspect. Hopefully that'll uh, be approved pretty soon on that. That would be a huge plus and that would be very cool. Again, um, I'm going to get into, you know, finishing up this evening, talking about maturity and what that is, um. You know, one aspect suggests, you know, a lot of researchers and everything talk about, you know, emotionally intelligent, emotional, intelligent, emotional mature couples are able to, they nurture each other. They build each other up. They, they they're there for each other, you know, in spite of anxiety and working through those aspects, right? They're able to turn to each other. They're there for each other instead of create distance, the tit for tat, the blaming, Uh, Trying to make your partner feel as you feel, right? They're able to pull their partner towards them versus push them away. That's a sign of emotional maturity in an emotional mature couple. You know, they allow each other to influence them. Their opinions, you know, maybe their values, their beliefs that you, remember I said about a long time ago about that you put each other in each other's shoes, that you can hear where they're coming from, and that that builds trust that you influence each other. Influencing each other does not mean you lose yourself, right? You lose yourself. That's part of growth, and that's not part of, you know, emotional maturity. But you can, you know, you influence each other by opinions and trying to learn from each other. You, you get through a bunch of, You know, the crap, you get through a bunch of the tension because you're able to mature to talk about it instead of hide from it or run or argue and fight about it all the time, right? That you're able to, you know, connect this way and also a sign, like I mentioned a little bit ago, sign of emotional maturity as a couple is you're able to not take things so personally as an individual, as a couple. And That you joke and laugh with each other, right? A great sense of humor is huge, okay? And a big thing you hit on, you know, talking about emotional maturity, and if you think about it this way, how often, you know, do your partner that, you know, you might be in the bathroom while they're taking a dump on the crap or or peeing on the crap or while you're, you're in the bathroom or whatever, you talk about mature and you're okay with that, and you know, being able to be sexual despite all that stuff with each other and still turn each other on, um, that is a sign of maturity and time that you're okay with each other, right? If you look at that, you can build from that, okay? Another aspect of maturity is to get, you know, real, and a lot of people might be able to give their bodies, you know, sexually and expand the touching and kissing and all this stuff, but they might not give their heart and their soul because they're afraid, they're anxious, they're they're nervous, and I get it. And it's about you know being afraid to give that full love and give their every essence to their partner because let's face it, no matter what, your relationship will end. Oh my God, I'm a relationship therapist, uh, relationship s- specialist, and I'm talking about yeah, your relationship will end, no matter what. Your relationship is going to end. And when it ends, you're going to feel so much pain, right? And so much loss and so much grief. If you are madly in love, so you hold back. Now, what do I mean by every relationship ends? I don't care if you are married for 75, 80 years. Your relationship is going to end because sadly, one of you is going to die before the other. 90% of the time it's rare That you are going to die together. Right? Chances are. Majority of the time. One of you is going to die. Pass away. Before the other. So that's why I said. Every relationship will end. In the physical essence. So. If you can accept that. And be mature enough to say. Okay we're all going to die. But I'm still going to love anyways. Even without that loss. That is a sign of being okay with yourself, being okay with the reality of life, and still giving yourself, even with the inevitability of that loss, of that pain. And I talk about, you know, the emotional maturity that I want couples to be mature enough and to love each other enough where you give your partner permission to die first before you. And you're like, oh my God, I'm not saying you... Whack them, murder them. No, not at all. But that you love your partner so much that you're willing to bear that loss and that grief that you don't want them to. So you allow them to die first or almost like give them permission. You've heard everybody, you know, you give them permission to move on, to pass away. So being able to do that in love with every essence, that is going to kick up your Sexual maturity, that you're going to be able to tie and be okay with yourself and be okay with the reality and create the sexual awareness between you guys, even with that loss, okay? It includes, you know, the genital, you know, it includes, you know, relationships and sexual maturity does involve the genital of of all aspects, right? It involves the emotional, it's everything, the mind, the body, the heart and the soul. Okay, it involves self-respect and growing you know sexually, and being able to tell what you like, what you don't like sexually, what you want to try, and also you know, are you so afraid to see each other naked with the lights on? Oh my God, don't look at me, don't you know with the lights on. I don't like being a state you're okay with that, okay, and being you know being horny is being genital. being soulful. Is being mature and being the emotional mature and being okay with that. To give your every heart and soul and your essence and still maintain your sense of self. And even regarding or besides the disappointments in life. So what's it going to take for you to grow in a mature way, right? And to want the desire. And not being afraid to desire. And that it's an invitation to get close. To get close physically, sexually. <clears throat> and to hold on to yourself, excuse me, <clears throat> without you know letting your anxieties and your nervousness kick up. And what would it take for you to engulf this? To be able to grow as a person. To be able to hold on to yourself when you're upset. That you're going to have a hissy fit. That you're going to, you know, whatever. And you you want to make your partner feel this way or feel terrible, bad. That's a sign of emotional immaturity. And what's it going to take for you to hold on to yourself, right? Through animosity, through grief, through disappointments. And that you can allow your partner to be there for you. And also, you for yourself. And one thing, is it always one of you in your relationship that's always there for the other one because they're upset, they get pissed off all the time, they get anxious, they throw hissy fits all the time, and the other one is so afraid that they can't let go or they can't be vulnerable with them or show you know any type of sadness or anxiousness because oh my god, their partner can't handle it and they'll collapse because they totally depend on you. You know how much pressure that takes. Now, also sexually, how much would that take if you always rely on your partner to please you, but you're not pleasing them? Because maybe you want to please your partner, but maybe you're afraid to know how. You're afraid to try something because of disappointment, because it might not work. What would it take for you to evolve and mature where you fight through those growing pains and those anxieties that you want to try, and it doesn't matter if it doesn't work, that you're learning? Okay? A lot of food for thought. Welcome, everybody. I appreciate everybody, I should say, for listening this evening on sexual and emotional maturity. Um, Little glitch again with the power aspect. I'm working with Spreaker on that, and hopefully it'll be remedied. Uh, I hope everybody has a happy, pleasant, enjoyable Labor Day weekend. Uh, I will actually take a Sunday off because of the holiday. I'm going to take a little bit of a breather. I will be back with the electronical glitches and spreaker glitches all taken care of by next Wednesday uh, after Labor Day. And it's going to be, and an, I should say, an eventful week. All the kids, younger kids going back to school. And so it's going to be a busy time for everybody. So I appreciate Everybody for listening, the support as usual. Again, this is the Art of Relationships radio show. Much love to everybody out there, and thanks for all the support. Take care, everybody. Have a good evening.
1: Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg is also known as Master G, the art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus it applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, <laughs> but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.